Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And I am here in slowly getting colder Illinois. Uh, we actually hit zero degrees Celsius the other morning. Um, wow, you just did metric. I know, I, I'm doing wow, this. Oh gosh. I still want to feel so like I'm connected so to the entire rest of the world. There is still hope for your country, sir. I, I got... <laughs> <laughs> I'm an optimist. I'm an eternal See, optimist. There you go. Zero degrees Celsius. That, that and for is my nice. fellow Americans, that's freezing. Well, today here in Singapore, it was 30 degrees Celsius, so it was quite cold. <laughs> right. It so, was quite. I yeah, it was horrible. At some point, I couldn't see the sun, and I wasn't quite as sweaty, and it was very upsetting. Wow. Yeah, it's tough. It really is. I tough. know. No, I know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Yes. You know, 30, I still have to think about that because I definitely learned 34 because that was the temperature every day, midday. Right. Um, yeah. So I know that and I know zero. It's great, man. It's the best. <laughs> God, why would you ever leave? It's so good here. It's so good. God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're actually going to be there for a few more months, you found out. Oh, yeah. I'm staying here. I'm staying. I'm yeah. staying. I like it. Staying. I'm not going back to Paris at any rate. Yeah. Well, maybe that's not such a bad thing, eh? Uh, well, it depends. Uh, I'm not making any uh, cartoons. You know, I'm not drawing anything that's upsetting anyone, potentially. So yeah. uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> this is an ugly story. Again, out of Paris. My God. Um, of the well, beheading Paris, uh, yeah. of a middle school teacher yes. for showing the cartoons, comics that got Charlie Hebdo shot up several years back. Uh, and uh, and uh, attacked uh, not so long ago, about a month ago. Yeah, uh, a second during, time stabbings, right? Yeah, some guy showed up with a with a knife, and apparently he didn't know that the office had moved. Oh. <laughs> 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 so he just decided to stab some random people that were standing in front of it. Oh my uh, god! Great success, great success overall. <laughs> wow! So this time around, yeah, some guy got stabbed and then beheaded uh, in the street for showing these cartoons to his students, even though he had given uh, religious students the opportunity to leave the classroom should they find any of that offensive in any way. Um, so that's just great. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. First well, thing first thing I, I, I thought, though, when reading that piece of news was, what if they were to arm the teachers? <laughs> Maybe that's, pr that's probably the best solution here. Just give them guns. Give them guns or machetes or something. Give them something. You, you need to arm the teachers. You know, I am on board with this a hundred and ten percent. Like, right? I, I just and, and it Worst. should be fully automatic machine guns. Yeah. But can you give me a few minutes to buy stock in Remington and all these companies? Because <laughs> <laughs> if really Europe is going this way, I'd really like to get in on it early. Because you need good people with guns. Right. That's what you need. Good to, people with guns. To counteract yeah. the people, the bad people with machetes. Right. Now, the kids, I, love I mean, it. look, they're probably going to die anyway. So you might as well just open fire and go. Right. Well, well and as long as you wear your mask, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> wear your mask. You know, that's a good point. Was he properly socially distanced? I don't, well, those machetes are pretty, pretty big. They're big knives. Okay, so... At Did least he put the mask on the beheaded? I, I don't. I don't know. I guess <laughs> that's a concern. 
Uh, we point. are going to a dark space really early. So on. how's American politics? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just about something more uplifting. Well, I, I hear your president quick, is doing great. Oh, yeah. We'll get to him in a second. But just, <laughs> you know, obviously this is outrageous. Um, and this is a core Western value that you should be able to display these kinds of things and uh, not get killed for it. Uh, oh, I respect your right to be offended by him. Yes. That is the core yes. value that we're talking about, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Be offended. You, you have the right. Argue to be back. Right. Right. Or, yeah, or don't. Right. right. I or, don't or care. Don't. Right. But don't behead people. That's not cool. Yeah. You heard it here first. The more you know. This is our PSA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. For Western culture. Uh, don't but behead people. Though it, it wasn't Paris, though. It was some sort of, you know, town outside of Paris, close to the forest. It was quite far away from Paris. Oh, it was really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it oh. wasn't Paris, Paris. Yeah. Okay, but you know, so but still, it makes me feel a little bit better. It, sure. Like I would never, I would never go there. <laughs> and Paris is under a lockdown now, but not because of terrorism. But you're all of Europe is seeing a massive COVID case. The whole West is, the U.S. is screwing this up. Europe is rescrewing it up. All of my French friends who live in Paris are now utterly convinced <laughs> that the government is lying to them. And they're right. The government is lying to them. Uh, so the lockdown measures that have been put in place are quite basic, uh, okay. considering the, the current state of affairs. So they've decided to uh, impose a curfew, uh, meaning that you have to be home, I think, uh, at 9 p.m., uh, if I'm not mistaken, and the bars and restaurants and, and such things are closed. Um, and quite curiously, they haven't decided uh, to uh, make uh, work from home mandatory. Oh. Or even huh. to encourage work from home. Rather, they, the president has said that it's important that we all keep going to work. You know, that's important. That's a core value of the French Republic, showing up for work. And uh, uh, he's interestingly a enough, yeah, pretty much right. Well, neoliberal um <laughs> if you live outside of paris then of course you have to take often very often public transport right to mm -hmm. get to go to your work which uh, is a bit of a nightmare <laughs> a bit of a nightmare so you're all like if you can imagine again i think we've talked about this before it's like the like the worst case scenario you could imagine in uh, the japanese metro but worse Mm. Um, and then, of course, the Minister of Public Transportation actually went on television and said that you cannot catch COVID on the public transport because everyone's wearing a mask and they clean it every day. Oh, dear. So then you go, cannot, all right, so he's like unequivocally he's, just cannot happen. Well, you won't catch it. He was like, you're not going to catch it. Everyone's wearing a mask. And we, you know, we clean those trains. We clean them real good. Yes. So you won't catch anything. But still, once you're outside of the metro, please socially distance. Wow. So, you know, that's just lying. Yeah. <laughs> we call that lying where I'm from. Because there's still risk. Uh, Absolutely, there's still risk. Oh, come on. Get out of here. That is where you catch it, right? <laughs> come, yeah, come yeah, on. yeah. Obviously, you're in an enclosed space for a prolonged period of time with a bunch of strangers. Right? Crammed together. A significant portion of whom are not wearing the mask correctly. Right? Oh, is that right? And even if they are, I mean, come on. We all know that masks don't, you know, they're not perfect. They don't catch everything, right? So right, right. that's why you wear masks and socially distance. I mean, it's not a COVID condom or anything like it's that. It's just unbelievable. Hey, even stupid. condoms fail. 
Right, but I'm all for wearing one over our heads if that's what's needed <laughs> to get us out of the situation. <laughs> I'll yes. do it. it will, I'll absolutely right. do it. I, I think the world will be a better place, actually, if we all wore a condom over our head. <laughs> think but, of the advantages, Bill. So many advantages. But, you know, this can be done successfully. So this is something that's been grating at me the last few days. All we have to do is look at what Europe has been doing. Or, sorry, look at what Asia has Asia. been doing. Yes. Right? Because here, in, interestingly, here in Singapore, everyone works from home. Yeah. And the bars and the restaurants are open. <laughs> right? Because we have statistics on where most of the clusters are found, right? At work. Right? Mm. That's where you meet the person you're going to marry, statistically, and that's where you'll catch the Rona at work, right? Because you spend most of your day there in enclosed spaces with a bunch of other people. So that's where you're going to catch it. So... Yeah, I mean, it's just because it it's the length of exposure. Because I'm trying to think through this. So, in eating establishments, you're either taking your mask off completely or you're taking it off on and off, on and off, in order to eat and drink. So, so eating establishments inside are a significant risk. Yes. Right? Okay. That's one of the worst places to go, probably. You should, that's why the basic rules are, as your Dr. Fauci has repeatedly stated so eloquently, that you should wear the mask, socially distance. Avoid crowds, yeah. right? And that you should do things outside rather than inside, right? Yeah. Those are, and they should wash your hands and not touch your face. Those are basically the golden rules, right? Yeah. So put in place measures that favor those behaviors. Cramming a bunch of people together in a, an airtight tube <laughs> for right. hours on end isn't, is, isn't going to help. And stating publicly on television that you won't catch it that way, which you know isn't true. Yeah. Right? Because there isn't a scientist on that committee that supposedly helps these politicians prepare their speeches that actually believes that to be the case. So how do you want people to take your, you seriously after that, right? If you're knowingly lying to them and if they know that you're lying to them. Yeah. It's just... Just a nightmare. You know, and to continue to use the Singapore example, I mean, it has a train. The train is one of the biggest sources of people moving to and from work. Um, mm -hmm. I have been in the trains. You know, once it starts moving, the whole air column shifts back. So things are blowing back. And what, just a few days ago, Singapore had zero. Zero new cases? Uh, zero new cases. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. City of 5.7 million people? Yep, Zero. it can be done. But then people will argue that it is an island state, right? So it's an island nation, so the borders are closed, and that's why. Um, which is just not true, right? It's because everyone does what, what they need to do to keep this yeah. under control. And, you know, the measures that are put in place are science-based. There is no arguing. Yeah. <laughs> You know about the measures you might yeah, like. We could them, emphasize you might that like a little them. bit more, but let's just let that go. Well, you're there is no you're arguing. Gonna, <laughs> you're going to follow the law, yes. And if you don't follow the law, there's very serious consequences. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, for example, if if you're you know if you're quarantined, so you will get quarantined at home. If um, you go for a COVID test, for example. Uh, so I've been tested because I had the sniffles and you're strongly encouraged to get tested here if you have the sniffles. So I can get tested five minute walk from my home. 
you get tested and then you get a letter with uh, which basically tells you you're now going to go straight home and you're not going to leave your home until we call you with a negative result. And if you do leave your home, you're going to get a six month prison sentence or a $10,000 fine. Holy crap. And in my case, it's going to be, you know, we're going to send you home to your country of origin in under 24 hours and you'll never be able to enter the country again. So that works, right? <laughs> so I'm going to go straight home and I'm not going to leave my home until they call me the next day saying, you're good. You can go out again. Yeah. Right. And that's really super important. Right. Because that's how you not spread viruses. Right? You isolate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Test, it's trace, just, isolate. Yeah. Yep. The whole thing. And, and there but, you know, the island cases. nation thing. I mean, I get it, but South Korea has been more successful. Uh, Japan has been more successful. China. Now, I am always suspect of the news out of China, but Wuhan, the original place, apparently has opened up completely, even as a tourist attraction now. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't quite yeah. understand. But anyway, Wuhan has completely opened up. Um, and of course, very famously, New Zealand. Now I get it. It's an island nation, but it's a big island. It's not a tiny little place. New Zealand, huge success. So basically, all of East Asia and Pacific. Can't include South Asia. India is a basket yeah. case. Yeah, let's, let's not talk about India. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you look at East Asia and down through the Pacific regions, look, we have models to do and this this right. is even... In applying these models, you're still living in a very delicate balance. Th that's true. Right? Yeah. It's not perfect. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not perfect. And it can, it, you can easily lose control. It can get out of hand again. Right? Yeah. And then you need to take further, further measures. Uh, but, but unfortunately, in the West, we don't seem to realize that taking these measures just means that you're adapting to a new situation. And that in doing so, you're going to economically prosper compared to if you refuse to adapt to this new situation, right? Because basically what's happening in France now is that enormous amounts of bars and restaurants are just going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People are going to be losing their jobs. And that would not have happened if they had taken and put in place the right measures. And yeah. that has to be science-based. And obviously, just very obviously, right, from a scientific point of view, the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure you, that you don't have millions of people in a in close you know in 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 close quarters in the metro like in in a confined space with with even wearing masks for for 40 50 minutes every morning and every yeah. evening right and just pretending that it doesn't contribute to the spread it's, well it, and it, it, even then you can't eliminate that entirely because many essential workers they have to physically go in but why course. not take why not limit it as much as possible? It's all about mitigation. Yeah. You, you just have right. to mitigate, mitigate, mitigate everywhere that you can. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Why not have people who, do, who go to work to sit in front of a computer the entire day, right. sit in front of a computer the entire day at home? Now, I do have to say, in the United States, uh, maybe that's one thing we've done right. I mean, most companies that I'm aware of, I haven't seen like national statistics on this, have done precisely that. They've said anybody who can stay home, just stay home. Now, I think in the United States, the particular worry is lawsuits. You required me to come to work right. and I sue you, which is why right, right. 
Republicans in Congress have pushed so hard for limited liability and protections for employers. So absent those, actually, it's we've kind of blundered into the right public policy, which is just stay home because we don't want to get sued. But essential workers are still having to do that. Now, we're more car-based here for the most part, so people are kind and of then nobody wears masks And then nobody wears masks, and there's other issues. So it's interesting, yeah, actually. Well, we have an entire these... political movement dedicated to avoiding yeah. masks. Hell yeah. Well, I, I've got some good arguments I want to... I want to throw at you later for not wearing masks oh okay um, but let's I, I i noticed when when trump was uh, holding one of his rallies there there wasn't a whole lot of mask wearing there right no is he still anti-mask as well oh yeah 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 for sure well huh. you know they is and he isn't he is and he isn't no it's every time he says he is it's with a wink and a nod no it's it, you know it's and feeling I, good. I think fortunately he's going to get judged on his response to COVID. I, I don't think he has been able to bullshit people. Uh, I think people are seeing through it. And of course, his getting sick, right? And his own uh, event mm. at the White House being a super spreader event uh, probably, hopefully, <laughs> had an influence. But, you know, the, um, the cult isn't going to believe that. Um, the cult isn't go along, going to go along with that. They're just going to see this as some sort of emasculating liberal plot. Still today, I was talking with a guy the other day. He's a doctor, and he said he had a patient that said, uh, all of this is going to go away after the election. And I told you before, I had someone tell me that. I that hope so. There's, there is <laughs> a subset of people <laughs> who firmly believe it's all made up. They're going to be so disappointed. Even and, and here's the thing. It's horrible. Yeah, quite possible. They're going, to, they're going to have a horrible Christmas. Oh, <laughs> I thought oh, it was all made up. But, you know, this is the insularity of the United States. Are you really completely unaware that all of Asia, for example, um, all of Europe is going through these same things. You're telling me there's an entire giant global conspiracy right. against Donald Trump that people, the entire world, the roughly, what, six billion, six and a half billion people outside of the English-speaking you, world Yeah, but are, still, you know, I've, I, I are think it's really it? a matter, I mean, it's a matter of example, Christ. though, right? It's a matter of example. If 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 the president doesn't take it seriously, then how are the people? You know, who are the people going to believe? Right? The media? Or, I don't know. If if you don't set the right example, it's very difficult for people to for the sheeple to make up their own minds. Um, well, apparently look, so. Like look, like the way he presents himself at rallies, um, it is just a nightmare. Here, let me make you listen to this. So from I've you must have heard this right from like his rally last week. Oh, let me hear it. One thing with me, the nice part. I went through it. Now they say I'm immune. I can feel, I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. Uh -oh, that one. I'll kiss yes. the guys and the beautiful women. And That's you, Bill. He's kissing you up here. <laughs> everybody, I'll just give you a big fat kiss. Oh, even with Lee Greenwood in there. <laughs> Yeah, I just left that music in there just for good fun. Yes. Uh, but, but yeah, apparently, apparently he's going to kiss everyone. He might even grab you somewhere. You know, I'm he not might doing just it, do it unless he promises tongue. <laughs> I thought there was, and not a single person is wearing a mask. In the video? Nobody? Yeah, yeah, nobody, no. The people behind him, no masks. 
No masks. Well, and of course he's lying about the immunity thing. There's there's no proof yet that you are immune in any functional way. Uh, now, it is rare that we've had reinfection cases, but his being immune, you know, but also yeah, even beyond that, <laughs> if he's immune, we don't have evidence yet as to whether he could continue to spread it. So he could be infectious even if he's immune. And of course, that's where the yep. ultimate irresponsibility comes in, right? Because yeah, you he's are, a bit of a twat, so, you know. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't or how would our British friend say it? A cunt. He's a bit of a cunt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah or, or, or it might be a compliment in Australia, right? I'm not sure. Depends yeah, on what kind of know. cunt. Yeah, it's hard to know. But it's a perfectly normal word to use, so yes. don't worry about it. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything nasty, not at all. But the mask wearing is, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I had another, well, I had another segment on the mask wearing. So oh, this one no, is a what bit, do you got? This is most tricky, but I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm gonna have to make you listen to it. I, okay. I'm gonna stop it at some point. Hold on. You should get. You should go home. Why don't you motherfuckers go home? You're causing racial problems. So this is a gentleman out in the street who is, pro yeah, visibly upset by someone protesting and causing racial problems of some sort. I ain't no fucking racist. My mom didn't teach me to be a racist. My mother taught me to be a good fucking person. You pieces of shit are bringing racism to our community. Do you understand, young man? So apparently there's people bringing racism to his community. I don't know. He's, he's very upset about something. He, he's going to get to the mask part. But he, he's asking a, a, a couple of hard-hitting questions first. Are you retarded? I don't. I don't know why you would ask that. It's just. But I guess it's. I. I guess it's a fair question. I guess if you're having some sort of a debate, you want you to know, establish. He's, he's just asking questions, right? Yeah, because he's not a bad person. He was he's, raised. He's, to he's be a driven good by curiosity. He's not. He's not a racist. He was no. very clear about that. He's not yeah. a racist. That's a Muslim mask. So is that? Y'all are going to be Muslim women. Only Muslim women are required to cover their face. You are all Muslim women now. The Democratic <laughs> Party has been taken over by the Muslims. They bought them. They're bought and paid for. You guys are screwing up. You guys don't understand. So apparently the Democratic Party has been uh, infiltrated by Muslim women. <laughs> I just thought you know, I'd ask for a comment. Let's be exact with our language here. You know, he's, he's not racist. However, he is misogynistic and he's bigoted toward another religion. So, right. Exactly. I mean, but he made it very so clear up front, Bill, that he's not racist. He did <laughs> specify that very explicitly. And he did also, before he accused these people of turning into Muslim women, check if they were not mentally challenged in any way because he would not want to insult people, uh, you know, who have to well, come on, or, yeah. I mean, look, if they can't help themselves, you don't want to do that. But but it's an interesting theory that I would that wearing a mask would change you into a Muslim woman. That would be that would be a great way to get Islam going in this world, man. Oh, <laughs> you think? I don't know. Islamic Gosh. pansies, I tell you. Wow. But at least he's at least he is a good, robust, strapping non-racist himself. Uh, well, he was raised that way, really. To be honest, so all credit to his parents, I guess. It's I mean, true. I haven't met his mother, but uh, apparently, apparently, she was a fine woman. Do you know where that happened? Very curious. Any no. listing? There? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll just call this somewhere in America. Somewhere in America. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it might have been on a street corner near you. 
<laughs> but I think yeah. I, I think he was reacting to a Black Lives Matters protest. Oh, uh, undoubtedly. So, so it probably yeah. wasn't Peoria. So don't worry. No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. Not that it Peoria. ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I wanted to, speaking of this, I've got something for you. So uh, give me just a moment to find this. Um, Hang on. I have got a little piece of tape. Uh, So this is uh, a guy running for Senate uh, in Georgia, okay, down in the South. And uh, he is running in a very competitive race in the Senate. Uh, This is David uh, David Perdue. And he is here talking about the vice presidential candidate. And Kamala, or what Kamala, or Kamala, Kamala, Mala, Mala, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> just for the record, it's Kamala Harris. <laughs> here, you want that again? Let's just give it to you again. And Kamala, or what Kamala, or Kamala, Kamala, Mala, Mala, I don't know. Whatever. I wonder if our if our other gentleman here would like to ask him a question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you? But and they cheer. Wow, this is the oh. grade school stuff that Trump has brought into our political culture. The stupid nicknames, and now this is second grade shit of making fun of her foreign sounding name. Her foreign sounding name. Wow. <laughs> Well, at least Joe is called Joe. That's Joe is Joe. Can so I can get there. behind Joe because there isn't anything Joe. Islamic pansy about Joe. No, um, Joe. Well, unless he wears his mask, then he will instantaneously uh, transform into a Muslim woman. Instantly pansy. Yes. So that's a Senate candidate. Wow. That's yeah. You should definitely get that one on board. It sounds like yes. a solid candidate. He really yeah. Wow, no his racism. Qualifications are solid. Nothing. <laughs> nothing going on there. I'm. You know. He's not as ra- he's probably not a racist. I'm no, sure his parents didn't raise him that way. No, he was but, raised to be a you know. And come on, or what? Come on, or come on. You know, we got that. So, are you uh, are you mentally challenged in any way? <laughs> <laughs> are you R worded? <laughs> but you know, people. Uh, so I want to talk about this. So here's here. I got a little. I got a little Trump. Hang on one second. I got a little Trump for you. Because you know what. Running against the worst candidate in the history of presidential politics puts pressure on me. Could you imagine if I lose my whole life? What am I going to do? I'm going to say, I lost to the worst candidate in the history of politics. I'm not going to feel so good. Maybe I'll have to leave the country. I don't know. You might have to leave. I think they call that fleeing the country ahead of an indictment. (laughs) I'm not sure. I might have to... I'm not a lawyer, by the way, but I think there's some legal legalese that might apply to this situation. Oh, that's a variety, though, of lock him up. Uh, we have to be cautious uh, right. with those things, right? That could be a lock him up, lock him up kind of moment, uh. which he brought back against the governor of Michigan. Lock her up, lock her up. Oh, really? Oh, oh I don't know if we wow. talked about this last time because uh, they, the FBI busted a bunch of guys who were preparing to kidnap her over her emergency orders in the state of Michigan, things like closing oh, that restaurants and course, masks and course, stuff like that. Of course, yeah. Yeah. They should look it's, into beheadings. That's, that's really <laughs> great. Apparently that really works. <laughs> nah, we stop at kidnapping. 
straight right. out of Europe. We're civilized. <laughs> We're civilized. We stop civilized at kidnapping and we leave it there. But he might leave the country. So this had me start thinking of Jim Jones. <laughs> Are you familiar with this? Tell this me. is a cult that, that grew up in the United States in the neighboring state of Indiana, went to California, eventually went to Brazil, and they all moved to Brazil, started Jonestown, and then they all ended up killing themselves. Shit, you had me like just right up to the point where they all offed themselves. That sounded pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, you started with leaving the United States of America. Pretty good. See? Pretty good. Do you to know go the phrase a- drinking the Kool-Aid? Yeah, yeah. That's where it comes from. Oh, there. Because oh, really, it is. The oh, Kool-Aid wow. Yeah, because was... they drank Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's Because that's how they did it, right? Yeah. And uh, frankly, the, the Republican wow. Party is in the grip of a cult. The cult mm-hmm. Trump of personality, where truth is whatever he manipulates it to be, and they all believe him, and now he's going to leave the country, and I'm thinking, Jim Jones? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that oh, I'm, I'm not encouraging anyone no, no, <laughs> to follow him and drink any kind of Kool-Aid. I mean, it's a very sugary beverage. It's not good for you. Metaphorically, the Kool-Aid has been drink, drank, drunk for uh, four years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it might even help against COVID. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> If we inject, if we inject it, if you inject it or get it anywhere inside of your body, you know, you, you need to, you need to get some sort of mucus exposed to <laughs> Get a couple of solutions. I'll send you some links, Bill, after Oh, this. good. So you can yeah, check can, it out. can you just send me the Facebook post, okay? Yeah. Because I'll yeah, believe yeah. that. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, we might only have two more weeks of... Uh, of this um, all the trend lines are still good now of course we still have the potential constitutional crisis if he refuses to leave office for some reason probably going to take two weeks before we have truly final results unless it is a colossal unequivocal re- uh, repudiation of trumpism uh, but you know the infection isn't going to go away uh, there are going to be dead enders in the trump world for a long time and no pun intended yeah <laughs> exactly so i i um I still am nervous about the future of my country, but we could have a significantly good first step here in a couple of weeks. We'll see. Oh, we'll see. Well, if he gets reelected, uh, I might. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to go, though? I might have to leave the country. <laughs> you, know. you already did. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Are you ready for some good news? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. Hang on just a moment. There. See, this is how we relax. Oh, I feel so much better. It is. (sighs) (laughs) All right, I'm reading this from the Good News Network on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You're awfully quiet. First off, apparently a Greek athlete carries a disabled woman up to Mount Olympus, fulfilling her lifelong dream. I think it's really weird to have a dream of carrying a disabled woman up a mountain, but okay, it's just, you know, that's... True, they did not specify who did the carrying, got it. Whatever, you know, whatever works. Oh, this one's nice. Oh, this is going to age well. 56% Uh of Americans say they're happier in autumn than any other season. Oh, God. (laughs) That sounds a little bit like 2019 good news, Bill. And then, of course, oh, good news about Dogface, you know, the TikTok oh, yeah. sensation. Yeah, Idaho potato worker. 
uh-huh. shout out to all the potato workers in Idaho, yeah. becomes internet sensation and sends Fleetwood Maxils soaring with dreamy video. Yeah. Apparently the Fleetwood Maxils are through the roof because of this guy's TikTok video. All of it unplanned. Riding a skateboard, drinking his cranberry juice. And, 2020, and man. 2020. 2020. Cranberry juice and Muslim women everywhere. <laughs> All right. You have a good week, Nikolai. You too. Talk soon. All right.